Good evening. Good evening. If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Revelation, chapter 5. <coughs> and tonight we'll be looking at verses 1 through 7. Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. Tonight what we're going to be looking at is our relationship with Jesus Christ. Have you ever thought about the relationship that we have with Christ and Christ has with us? That's what we're going to be looking at tonight. Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. It's written, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat upon the throne a book written within, and on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel which preached with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Then I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, that lion which is of the tribe of Judah, that root of David, hath obtained to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Then I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been killed, which had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent into all the world. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship together. Just illuminate your word for us and help us to learn from it. And Lord, I just pray that you would just be with us tonight. Just be with me and give me the words to say that it would just touch and edify those that are here. And Lord, again, we lift up those that are sick and shut in, those that are on the prayer list, those that are traveling, those that have lost loved ones. We just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. And again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us tonight. Just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what is going on in this passage of Scripture? John has been exiled to the Isle of Patmos. And while on this island, he is giving the revelation of things to come. Now, during this revelation, we see in, in chapter 4... After he has received the letters to the seven churches, in chapter 4 he is caught up into heaven and he sees all these wondrous things. And one of the things that he sees deals with this scroll that is sealed with seven seals. And as John writes, he says, No man in heaven or on the earth or under the earth, was able to open this book. And because of this, he weeps. He started to weep. And then the elder says to him, if you look at what the elder says, he says, Weep not, behold, that lion which is of the tribe of Judah, that root of David, hath obtained to open the book, and to loose the seven seals thereof. So no one could open this book except for 
Jesus Christ. But I want you to notice something. This elder who was in heaven, he sees Christ regally. He sees Christ as a king, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. But if you think about it, while this elder is in heaven, he has a different relationship with Christ. He sees Christ as he would see Christ in heaven. He sees the king, the son of God. But look at what John sees. And this shows the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ, that we have with Christ. He says, Then I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been killed. He sees a lamb. But then look at what he says, which had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the world. John sees a lamb that had been sacrificed. But that's the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ. He's our Savior. He's our Redeemer. He's the sacrificial lamb. That's our relationship. And John sees this lamb. He does not see the line of the tribe of Judah. He does not see the root of David. He does not see the king. He sees a lamb. He sees Christ and him crucified. But look at what he also says. He sees something different about this lamb. He says that it has seven horns. Perfect in might. Seven is the number of perfection. It's perfect in might. And then he says that he sees seven eyes. The sevenfold spirit of God. Eminent in the Godhead. But he also says that this spirit is sent into all the world, which is important for what he sees here. Because this is the power of God sent into all the world, the power of redemption coming from the Redeemer, sent into all the world. Redemption. And this is why John sees a lamb as it had been slain. John had been caught up to heaven, yes, but once the revelation had been given to him, where was he back? He was back on the Isle of Patmos. He sees the lamb that had been slain. And this is the relationship that we currently have with Jesus Christ. He is the sacrificial lamb. He is the redeemer. He is the lamb of God. And if you think about Christ being our lamb, this is pretty much the endearing relationship that we have with him. It endears us to him. 
Because if you're thinking about Jesus Christ, what's one of the things that you think about? You think about him dying on the cross. You think about him taking your place. You think about the sacrifice. So this is pretty much the endearing relationship that Jesus Christ has with us. He is our redeeming lamb. He is our special lamb, our sacrificial lamb. But then if you think about what we are to him, we're his little lambs because he's our shepherd as well. But then think about something else that John sees here. He says he sees a lamb as it had been slain or killed. He still bears the marks. Think about what John's seeing. He's seeing all the splendor of heaven. He's seeing all of these wondrous sights. And when the elder tells him to look, and he says, you know, the, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book. When John looks, he sees a lamb as it had been killed. Christ still bears the marks of the cross. The spear wound. The wounds from the nails where he was beaten on his back. The cuts from the crown of thorn. Christ still bears all of these things. And when John sees this, you know, forget all of the splendor of heaven that he had been seeing. He sees his Redeemer. What John is seeing is the current relationship that he has with Jesus Christ. John sees his Savior. He sees his Savior. Because that's what John, you know, John was a sinner needing salvation. He had been saved. He sees the Savior. And, you know, if we ever were, were like John and, and caught up to heaven and we looked upon Jesus Christ, that's what we would see as well. We would see our Savior. I mean, and then if you think about something else, in the midst of all this heavenly glory that John is seeing, in the midst of all these wondrous sights that he has beheld, because think about what he's seeing. He sees the throne of God. He sees all of these different things in heaven, but on display is what? Christ and him crucified. And I want to point something out. Look at where it says Jesus was. In the midst of the throne. In the midst of the, the elders and the four beasts. In the center stood Christ. Christ. 
even in the midst of all things that John is seeing, the cross is center. The sacrifice of Christ is center in heaven. It's prominent. Why is it so prominent? Why is it the center of of everything that's happening? Why is Jesus Christ the only one that can open the book? Because he purchased us with his blood. Because his sacrifice on the cross purchased us with his blood. And it still takes precedence in heaven. It's still prominent in heaven. John sees the lamb as it had been slain. He sees the crucified Christ because that is what is central in heaven right now. Christ is not the conquering king right now. He's still the sacrificial lamb. And John sees the Lamb of sacrifice. He sees the crucified Christ standing in the midst of the four beasts, standing in the midst of the elders, standing in the midst of the throne. He sees Christ. But if you think about it, this is exactly what John the Baptist saw as well the sacrificial lamb. You know, if you look back at John chapter 1, verses 28 through 36, what is it that John says that he sees? He sees Christ walking there. John is in Bethsarba beyond the Jordan, and he's baptizing, and, and in verse 29, he sees Jesus Christ walking, and what does he say? He says, Behold that lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And then later on in verse 36, he says the same thing. Behold that Lamb of God. John doesn't say, oh, here comes my cousin. He says, behold the Lamb. Here comes the sacrificial Lamb of God. the one who is going to be slain for us. So our relationship with Jesus Christ, the one we have right now, is one of Savior. He's our Savior. He's our sacrificial lamb. And the redeemed, those he calls to salvation, we see him as our lamb. We see him as our redeemer. And that's how we know him. And I believe when we get to heaven, that's how we're going to know him there. Because when we see him, when we get to heaven, he's still going to bear the marks of the sacrifice. Just as he did 
when he stood in the midst of the disciples once he had resurrected from the dead. He still bore the marks. But if you think about something, what's the relationship that the lost have with him? Right now, they'll still see him the same way. Because he can be their sacrifice. He can be their redeemer. They can hear the gospel message. They can be convicted of sin. They can be called by the Holy Spirit. And he can be their redeemer. So they'll see him as the lamb. But what happens if they die lost? The relationship changes, doesn't it? He will not be the Savior. He will not be the Lamb. He will be the judge. They'll see him as a judge, and that will be the relationship that they have with him. But our relationship right now Christ is our Lamb, He's our Redeemer, He's our Savior, He's our King, He's our Lord, and He's our God. That's the relationship we have right now. And when we get to heaven, it will be the same relationship we have with him. Because when we get to heaven, we'll see him as John saw him. The lamb that had been slain. And that's how we'll see him throughout eternity. The elder saw the line of Judah. The root of David. Because the elder did not have the relationship with Christ as one of Redeemer. Because the elder was already in heaven, dwelling around the throne of God. But John saw a lamb as it had been killed, bearing the mark of our redemption. And that's the relationship that we have with Jesus Christ. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. And I just thank you, Lord, that we can learn from your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. Again, Lord, if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. Continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Number 280, Jesus.